Welcome to Creative Solutions. I am Minerva Salas, and today my special guest and dear friend, Pavel Inaktovich, a guitarist, composer, and music producer, hailing from Gvietz, Poland, and now living in Brooklyn, New York. Pavel, welcome to the show. Hi, Minerva. Hi. Thank you very much for inviting me to your show. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for coming. You know, Pavel, we've known each other for so many years, and I'm excited to hear about what you have done and what you're planning to do. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm very excited also to, to share my experience and tell you what I've done and what is upcoming. That's wonderful. You know, Pavel, I wanted to ask, what age did you start playing the guitar? Well, so uh, guitar wasn't my first instrument. I grew up in musical household, and my father, he's a musician. So actually, I had contact with music f- for all my life, since my very beginning. And uh, uh, guitar was way, way further. So probably I started playing guitar when I was about maybe eight, nine years old. You started playing guitar when you were eight or nine years old. That's right. Now, you mentioned that it was not your first uh, instrument? It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, Actually, my very first instrument, um, it was a clarinet, despite of some other folk instrument that actually my father plays, and I did also play with him. But the clarinet was my first instrument that I was... um, classically trained and went to the music school for. Now, did you have a music professor that inspired you to focus solely on guitar? Yes, I did, but it wasn't until I went to the college. So when I went to the college, I studied music, and that was my first place when I was like really trained with a with a guitar by this time I I just learned just by myself how to play the guitar or from friends of mine now growing up in Gvietz Poland who were your musical influences well definitely uh, my father he was my very first musical influence because I grew up around the music he he was the person who gave me this touch with the music since since my first day days on on this planet so i i spent time with him uh, listening him playing music on many different instruments so the music in my life has always been so natural so i i had always contact with 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 music but Despite of that, I think that my very first music influence and aha mm-hmm. in 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 life was when I first time heard the band Queen. So probably I was like about maybe six or seven years old, and I remember or maybe a little bit more. I remember that we had this MTV uh, channel, and I I was like uh, avidly listening the music all the time on MTV and I was discovering this different music and there was always the same band that really surprised me the musicality they the compositions uh, I mean I didn't know that it was all the time the same band um, because I couldn't read back then 
especially English. So, so uh, later on, I noticed that all the songs that really captured my attention so, so strongly, that was the same band always, and that was Band Queen. So that was probably my like uh, very first musical influence, except for my father. Oh, that's one. That's interesting. So Queen was your first band that kind of inspired you to get more into music. That's right, and especially a little bit different music than my father did play and did listen to. So my father, he's really into native Polish folk music and he plays all these instruments he performed this music and he's quite renowned in poland for cultivating uh polish native music and he also really loves jazz but more like towards dixieland you know duke ellington music jazz bands but this was something like totally different queen because that was rock and roll music that was something that i've never heard before uh, my father has never listened to this kind of music uh, not in his interest so that's why this really captured my attention and if it comes to the guitar of course brian my the guitar player from queen caught a lot of my attention Interesting. but it wasn't just only guitar mainly it was the music and compositions of the band and 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 colorfulness of this music. So Freddie Mercury was a big inspiration for you. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, Freddie Mercury was a big inspiration, and still is. I this is one of the very few bands that I still listen to today. I went through a lot of different music in my musical journey. I still have some emotions to the music that I've listened to when I was a teenager, but for the most of that, I'm really compelled to listen to right now. I, I don't really listen to this music anymore, but still Queen is on the list. <laughs> and I come back to this music quite often. Quite often. That's great. Now, you mentioned, uh, you know, your time in Dziewicz, Poland. So tell me about your journey from Dziewicz, Poland to Brooklyn, New York. Oh, that was a, that was a very interesting uh, journey. Uh, so as I said, I have always been into music and music takes a very special place in my life. When I was, I think, uh, in high school, I got into this book, Miles Davis' autobiography, because I was really into jazz and I was starting discovering uh, Miles Davis' music. Then I learned about New York City and all potentials in this city and what this city gives and represents and a whole miles life in here and all his different parts of his life in the city so I said to myself okay this is my destination so right after the college when, when I just only graduated left Paul and I come here to New York City came, came here to New York City to discover this universe this universe so why Brooklyn of uh, of all the places in New York City, what drew you to Brooklyn to come live here and to start your music here? Um, I, I have lived in many different parts of New York City, but here where I am in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, it feels like very artistic. There are so many interesting people in here and still uh, it's not as, as noisy and touristic places. Right. Um, 
Manhattan or not as quiet as other parts, as Queens or or other parts of, of the city, but it's still really, really vibrant, artistic, and really inspiring. It is very inspiring. That is very true. Brooklyn, there's so much culture. There's so much music and arts here. It's just uh, incredible how it it's, has evolved over the years. It's, uh, it's a very interesting scene now, Brooklyn. And I think, uh, I think you did... You made a good choice coming here to Brooklyn. <laughs> right, like I love I love being here. Great, great. Now let me tap into about uh, being an immigrant coming to United States. Did you find it difficult to adapt in this country with a different language and a completely different culture? Well, New York City it's uh, its own universe and its own place. <clears throat> of course, it's. It is uh, a different place than my hometown. This is very an universal city. So, so there it, it is really multicultural city. So it's still a little bit different than than probably other parts of of this country. But I have always been into arts, into music, and I have met a lot of different people in my life uh, before I came here. So I think that kind of I met this what I expected. Of course, I knew that there's a different language. I I wasn't that fluent in English back then. Mm. Um, And how did you learn English? How did you start to learn the language? I'm self-taught. Interesting. Self-taught. Yeah, so I basically, I, I read a lot of books in English and I translated uh, words. I, whenever I had a chance, then I, <laughs> to speak, then I, sp- then I, I used language. So actually, I think this is it. I translated a lot of songs because, of course, I'm in music. So I have my favorite artists. So I, I translated uh, Stevie Wonder songs and other artists to know what they sing about. So basically, that's how I learned. That's great. And you speak amazing English. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Very great. It's great. Well, let's talk about your latest album, Here and Now. How did that album come to life? Uh, it was long journey, uh, but I'm very happy that it came to life. As I said before, I'm, I went through a lot of different music and a lot of different music inspires me. I really love listening a lot of different genres, different artists. And I find inspiration everywhere for music. Basically, music inspires me. So I had some ideas for different rhythms, different textures, different instruments, because I'm using a lot of different guitars in the record. It's not a mainstream music. There's a lot of different influences. So basically, music influences me, and I grab a little of this, a little bit of that, and and then I come with some musical ideas. So I think that's 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 the way how it happened, and I composed music, okay. and put that together, put and together. we had the album. So can you take us through the creative process of here and now? Well, here and now, that's a quartet, and there's not such a thing that I've done before. I My very first record, that was Trio, then I recorded, um, I think, Music for Film, which was basically a solo guitar, 
then I've done some solo recording of my music and all the instruments I play just by myself, but I've never done a quartet. So that was the next project on my radar and basically I took the best musicians available and we got the record. Before before that of course I, 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 I wrote whole music, I composed, I arranged that music for that particular band and that was quite a process. It always Actually, I don't know how I do that. I always question myself and, and actually how other people do this. Like, how, how do you come up with some idea for music? So I can tell you that there is no one simple answer for that. How do I create that? It's, it's a really long process and basically like a burning desire, your inner arch in you to, to create something that what do you want to do? And as I said before, like all music inspires me, drum and bass, heavy metal, rock, uh, of course jazz. I've gotten into the jazz when I was a teenager. I've heard my first jazz record, it was John Coltrane, a record named Blue Train. That was, I think, the second moment, aha, in my life, musically, that you can express in the instruments yourself this way and actually all the notes that he was playing that was pure improvisation it wasn't written like note by note everything so that was that was something really fantastic and that's how i got into jazz i was already in there uh that i knew that i want to play that music i, I want to be able to improvise music so that part was already there. The next part was compositions. I, as I said, I'm still, you know, in many different genres. Everything inspires me. So I love listening classical music, contemporary music. I love Steve Reich. Uh, I love Philip Glass. Uh, minimal music that really inspires me. Uh, this is something, something totally new, like new branch of music, kind of because. It creates like totally different feeling. It's based on totally different ideas, which is something very phenomenal and takes you onto different journey. And a lot of those elements are present on here and now. So I think that this is like part of me, what I want to do, like this minimal music, minimal influences. Except for that, I like, I love different different rhythms, drum and bass, I love rock music, I have um, a very wide interest in every kinds of music. Then whenever I hear or want to do something, I take some chords, two chords, and I'm, uh, then I hear something, and maybe, maybe the rhythm inspires me, maybe I try to put that together. Basically, that's how it came to life. But there was a lot of different other factors, uh, like putting together different parts of, of, of song, like for instance, Facing West. Actually, that song evolved over the years. The very first part of the song I wrote quite time ago, and I thought that this is it. I even performed that song that way. Uh, but then I started adding another parts, another parts, 
and these were the missing parts of the song. Then I put them all up together and that's how it came to life. I, I never knew that it's going to end up that way, but that's how it ended up. And actually every tune has its own story. So it seems that you are open to many influences of music. That's right. Uh, I think that music is like one big genre. I actually, personally, I don't love putting music into different genres. Jazz. I don't like this word jazz. Uh, I don't like. I don't like categorizing music because music is a language. It's universal language, so it can have a lot of different rhythms. It can have a lot of different textures. Well, you can you can use whatever you want in this language, because that's a language. So you decided to produce a jazz album, and you incorporated... I don't know if I was decided <laughs> to produce jazz album. I, I, I really wanted to, to produce an album. I see. And um, I don't know, probably the purist wouldn't call it jazz because they think that jazz is uh, John Coltrane, but uh, I, don't, I don't really care about that, I think. Uh, this is this is this is what I feel. This is my feelings, and this is my and this is my story. A very interesting story indeed. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to uh, state a quote from a fellow musician, and he says that I am very honored to be sharing the stage with one of the greatest young talents. I know his voice is going to be heard as a composer and as a guitar player. Pavo is also very humble and a very good friend. And for me, is an honor to be on the stage with somebody of that quality. The whole experience is already a great privilege. John Benitez, a bass player and a four-time Grammy Award winner. How does That's it feel? Right. Yeah, how does it feel to hear great admiration for your music and about your character from John Benitez, who is an accomplished bass player and a four-time Grammy Award winner? Oh yes, I remember that vividly when he said that on the stage when we played that that show. Um, I remember that I felt like so fluttered that to the point that. I was like speechless. I probably couldn't say, and I probably didn't say a word, not even thank you. Uh, it is fantastic. It is fantastic feeling when you hear something like this from the fellow musician. Uh, you know, there are so many different different prizes for, for your work. And that's great when you get a recognition and appreciation for something you do. But when you hear uh, compliments from other musicians and especially musicians on that caliber and level of musicianship, that that's something very, very special and deep. Uh, and to me, it's a way bigger compliment than any kind of price. I totally agree. And he just didn't uh, compliment your work. He also complimented your character, which says a lot. Uh, in the industry, you always hear about people might, at times may be difficult or they're not so involved in their work. But the fact that he just not talk about you as a talent, but that you are also a humble and a dear friend. So I think that was really very touching. 
Oh, definitely it was very touching and I really deeply have it in my heart. And it was very sweet of John to say that about me to the audience. And I am very, very happy that people see me this way. That's great. Now, have you collaborated with other distinguished musicians? And if so, on which projects? Oh, yes. Actually, I am very lucky that I could have a chance to to get to work with so many great and distinguished musicians. Uh, and even last record, Here and Now, it's great because, it's great because of those musicians, uh, of those fantastic musicians and human beings. Uh, I just only wrote the music, so the record is great because of them. Besides of that project, uh, I'm very happy and lucky that whenever I I get a chance to work as a musician and and either record or play the live gigs, I've always had a chance to work and be among the very, very great musicians and whether they're famous or not. And I'm very happy to be a part of that community. Now, there's a saying about uh, when a collection of brilliant minds come together, expect a masterpiece. <laughs> and uh, Here right. and Now is a, is a masterpiece. Thank you very much. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, I wanted to also ask you, if you could open up a show for a musician, who would it be and why? Like if there was one musician that you admire would you? Who would it be that you would like to open up a show for, and why? Oh, it's so hard question um, because there are so many, so many artists that I'm influenced by, and and I have some periods that right now I listen to this artist, and maybe in a week I'm going to listen to somebody else. But but the artist that I am currently really into is probably a Brad Meldo. I, I have known him for a really long time. Um, I have known his music for a really long time and, and really admire his playing. So so I, I would be really flattered if, if I could I could I could do the show probably before him or it's that a good choice. Be, maybe maybe that would be great. That's great. That's great. Now, besides playing music, do you have another talent that you are passionate about? Hmm. I love all kinds of arts, and I used to be really on, into photography. So I still do that sometimes, but I do not put my efforts really hardly until photography because music consumes a lot of my time and if you really have if you really want to do something that this is really a time consuming time so i i try to i try to focus myself on it just on music so you're staying focused with your music right now that's right Okay. That's right. However, sometimes, you know, just just to get myself away from this, I I I I do this. Like for instance, the cover for for here and now, I did I was going to ask you about that, about the cover. Yes. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yes, that okay. that was that was that was 
my idea uh, and I took the photo. Nice. For the cover of that record. Very colorful photo too. It is. It's very vibrant. Uh, I wanted it to be this way because my previous record, that was also photography, not done by me, but friend of mine, but it was black and white. So because of the music on that record, it's really colorful. It has a lot of different textures, really different influences. So I wanted cover to be very, very vibrant too. So you wanted to capture all that. That's right. Oh, that's great. So I wanted it to be, you know, the red pants, yellow taxi, and blue skies in the record on the cover CD. And it's a great cover. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what, let's go into the jazz because, you know, it's such a great genre of music and so many people love not just jazz, but Latin jazz and different types of fusion. Where, what do you think the future of jazz will be like in 10 years? Well, if we consider jazz genre, as you saying this, this is, that this is a very young genre of music. It has a barely a hundred years. I think that it started like on the end of nineteenth century in Duke Ellington, his orchestra. That 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 was the time when all this started, you know, melting the genres and that's how jazz came to life melting pieces of different different cultures different music and since this time jazz evolved so much nowadays we have electric jazz uh, acoustic jazz jazz with um, drum and bass or different genres latin jazz so all this music people basically fuse it so it's hard to predict, but it is very open and unlimited skies for that. And I don't know, it's hard to say, but I'm really curious to see what is going to happen. And because of people who have creative minds, I think that we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna see something that is new and interesting. Some people who push the envelope and create something, something different. That's good to hear. I think so. Yes. So, Pavel, what is next for you? Ah, next for me, I have some couple ideas and projects on my radar. Probably the very next is going to be Trio again. The same project that I've done almost 10 years ago or over 10 years ago. That was my very first debut record, Trio, Talk To You Later. That was a trio. So I think that I would like to come back to this right now and, and record Trio again. And Trio would be what genre of music? Well, if we stick to the genres, probably this is going to be jazz because it's okay. going to be, All of right. course, <laughs> improvised music. Uh, a lot of improvisation and open open boundaries, not really like classical music or any different other types of music that we have uh, frames that holds up for for holds up so that we don't get over that. 
no, this is going to be really open. You know, musicians are going to have like very open, open, you know, borders. They can go wherever they want to. Of course, there are going to be uh, compositions involved in that, but uh, live music and, and this interactions between musicians is going to show which way we'll go. And that's beautiful part of improvised music. Now, speaking of live music, where can someone see you perform? Uh, well, where would you be in the next, let's say, next few months performing? And uh, can you say that? Or yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, we all I, I would love to. Uh, I, I would love to uh, say about that and promote the show if I can. Uh, do that in here this is going to be we are here of course in new york city brooklyn right now but the next show is going to be at the 55 bar in west village and when will that be this is going to be january 26th at 6 p.m and this is going to be a quartet uh, mainly we're gonna perform the music from the record here and now but uh, there are going to be some other things also that sounds amazing <laughs> It sounds amazing to me, too. Well, I look forward to that show, and I look forward to your new project and hear more about, you know, uh, what you have in the horizon. And I'm sure your future is going to be very bright. I hope so. I know so. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Pavel, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, It's been such a pleasure speaking with you and hearing about your projects and your jazz journey uh, from you know, from Poland and out here in Brooklyn. And, and so it's been, it's been inspiring also hearing your story. So thank you for, for being on the show. Oh, thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you. Well, thank you everyone for listening today. I am Minerva Salas and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.